the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> you should get yourself tested after I give you tinnitus. Yes, let's get tested. Welcome to the show, Golden Gods and Goddesses. This is Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards, the only It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast hosted by four of Pepper Jack's best hoes. <laughs> my name is Brayden, and I'm here with my three friends talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hey, it's your boy Adam. What's good? What's up? It's Donnie. I guess I'll be the bottom bitch for this episode then. <laughs> um, excuse me? Ho? You speak uh, when spoken to. Uh, uh, and on the phone with us, it's the dish of the day. Doggy matzo. Soggy matzah. Happy Passover, everyone. We are without bread, but we are with this season three episode today. We are discussing th- season three, episode 10, Mac is a Serial Killer. And before we get into it today, uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AlwaysSunnyPod. Uh, I know you got your phone on you right now, so hit follow and uh, follow along on Instagram and Twitter at AlwaysSunnyPod. Guys, I got gifts for you. I have some presents oh, here. What do you got? I gifts have like those pictures that moves. Gifts that move. <laughs> gifts. Oh, oh with shit? a T. Oh. Uh, we we have new and improved stickers. No we way. have a uh, Charlie Kelly rock flag and eagle design made by my wonderful girlfriend Ashley, and we have a new and improved Ongo Gal Blogan sticker. Brady uh, doesn't have a girlfriend. It's all made up. It's all hearsay. <laughs> Uh, and Just last but not least, we got Cultivate Mass. We got Fat nice. Mac. So these are our new and improved stickers that you can get on our merch store that will be coming up uh, in mid-April. So by the time this is coming out, I don't think it'll be up yet, but give it a day or two. Uh, I had some problems getting our sample shirts, but I am so excited to launch this merch store. Shout out to everyone who's asked how they can support the podcast. You guys are amazing. So um, go to solo.to slash rumham, and that's where you can find our merch store to purchase some of these new stickers. And uh, we got T-shirts as well. Go ahead. Take your pick, guys. Um, As a Jew lawyer myself, I suggest getting them before Disney sues us. Yes. uh, (laughs) And before FX comes after us. And even though the store is not launched... I may as well uh, mention it right now. If you use code GOLDENPOD at checkout, you get 15% off your purchase. So go support the podcast and use code GOLDENPOD to get 15% off. And um, yeah, solo.to slash rumham is where you can find all the links to listen to us, all our social medias, and um, the lists of lists which is every episode we have talked about so far ranked on one list. You can find all that at solo.to slash rumham, including our merch store, hopefully soon. Maybe. (laughs) Um, Listener of the episode, Wildcard Crew listener of the episode, Trisha R. and Randall on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for uh, talking with us and responding to our stories and chatting with us on Instagram. And shout out to Sauce K on Twitter, for giving us his fan theory and responding to us, uh, I'm I'm just gonna blame Donnie on this one. Do a third episode fan theory anyway. Yes, we'll but, we'll uh, do a third part to our fan theories episode, and we and won't forget you this time. I promise. We will not forget you, Sasuke. I'm not gonna talk about the theory right now because we could probably spend a solid half hour on it based off of what Donnie has told us about it. But uh, I'm just gonna apologize on behalf of the podcast and pass the blame on to Donnie for that one. So. Thank you, Sauce K. We're, we're going to do a part three of fan theories. Thanks to you. So, um, you were saying that Donnie is the serial killer this episode? Yeah, Donnie killed the vibe this episode. Is, is oh, wow. What I'm that saying. hurts. That hurts. 
I'm sorry. That was I'm a sorry. deep blow. I quit. <laughs> I'm retiring. So like I said, we're talking about season three, episode 10. Mac is a serial killer. This is an interesting episode, you guys. Released October 18th, 2007. We got Jerry Levine on this episode directing. And uh, David Hornsby is a guest writer on this one. Playing uh, Rickety Cricket is David Hornsby. And Charlie Day and the guys, of course, have writing credits on it as well. In this episode, Mac is acting suspicious, to say the least. uh, And that is because he is hooking up with uh, Carmen, who you might remember from uh, $100 Baby. Uh, the Carmen is the transgender individual that uh, Mac is seeing and uh, just biding his time. And Bingo was his name, oh. The human anatomy. He's got a half a chapter highlighted on the removal of human genitalia. Hey, Frank, what guy hasn't done some extensive research on his own genitalia, all right? Don't say you, buddy, because I woke up to you doing some pretty frantic research last night, pal. We could go tit for tat on that one. Look, so you better drop oh, that subject. all right, Frank. All I'm saying is that the book doesn't mean anything. You got no evidence. You got no case, Frank. So uh, Mac acting suspicious leads the gang to think that he is a local serial killer that has been terrorizing the neighborhoods. He's targeting... Young, attractive blondes. Okay, that's it. I'm not closing the bar by myself anymore. Oh, Why? Well, I don't really think what you, you have anything to worry about. You don't fit the description. Yeah. I fit the description. No, no, no. Young, attractive... Yeah, yeah. You I don't... heard it. All right, I well, first of all, you're too big, D. Let's face it. You're like a... Uh... You're like a female Larry Bird. There you go. There's too much of you. Yeah. There's not too much of me. He would never finish the job. No. get the job done. Oh, he'd spend his whole night hacking and sawing. And then he still wouldn't be done. He would open his box of tools and he would say, what tools am I going to use? Hey, he could, his normal tools. He on could me. look at that pile of bones and flesh and How say, many people have I murdered tonight? How is this just one person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, the gang is on... No one in the gang on this episode is on the same page. There are many conversations that are had in this episode where characters are on two different pages. Mac is trying to hide his hookups. Uh, The gang is trying to find out whether or not Mac is killing people. There's a lot to unpack on this episode. So uh, let's sneak up on this episode with our squeaky clown shoes and see what we can strangle out of it. (laughs) What'd you guys think of Mac is a serial killer? Uh, It was enjoyable. I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny, actually. Um, I just want yeah. to first talk about the line, Braden. Do you write these before, or do they get? Do they come? Is it riff? Is it straight riff? What, uh, is what your lines? Sneak up, sneak up on the sneaky clown shoes and strangle out of this episode. Well, I'm I'm looking at a web page that has Dennis and or I was looking at a web page. Adam just peered over at my computer <laughs> to, to fact check me. I was looking you? at a photo of, mm. of the scene where Dennis and D were peering over the car. So that's just what I came up with. Uh, I had the, the opening line, the only it's always sunny podcast hosted by four pepper Jack's best host. I wrote that one ahead of time. I'll, I'll admit that. I appreciated that one. But that other Classic one was comedy straight riffing, straight riffing. Call me Colin mockery. Cause it's uh whose line yeah, is you it are anyways? A mockery. I make a mockery of myself. Yeah, you are a mockery. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode okay so let's start out so frank's reading the story about a serial killer that's uh attacking young attractive blonde women uh d automatically feels threatened but the guys don't clearly see doesn't it. fit the description it, no she doesn't, she doesn't fit. fit the profile so, uh, side note on that why would they use attractive as a describing feature to describe the victims normally you would describe them with like factual things like short blonde 
uh, women that live alone or something like like factual so things about like it. D don't have to worry. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yeah. ugly, so I'm good. No, they would never use a a subjective feature like attractiveness. Yeah, no, I don't even think. like they wouldn't even use like you were saying short or tall necessarily. Like, I think they'd try to be as specific as possible, like five three to five seven. Well, Whatever they, and yeah. Well, right. they, they also win. used the uh, personality, like, and the suspects were kind of dicks yeah. <laughs> who didn't yeah. tip their baristas. Yeah. The victim Slightly was rude. a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> All the victims happen to be a Sagittarius rising, so that's correlation, I think, maybe. Um, so that's an interesting way to start the episode. And then Mac comes into the bar, everyone notices. That he's wearing the same clothes from the day before, and that he never came. Dennis comments that he never came home. So naturally, this leads automatically means that and he got cuts too. Yeah, Max neck. the serial killer. It's not possible that he's getting very logical. Yeah, conclusion. it's not possible he's hooking up with someone. No. I love that. That is, it's less likely that Mac has found someone that finds him attractive and is willing to hook up with him. It's more likely that he's a serial killer. Yeah, that's great. They have good friends. The gang, they're good people. Aren't they? That's sarcasm. Kind of speaking. Yeah, speaking of them (laughs) being good people, I was going to say, yeah, them setting up D to lure in a murderer and possibly catch the murderer. Uh, Other than the fact that obviously they were convinced it was Mac and they were just going to try and catch Mac, I guess. But, like, what if a murderer showed up? What was Dennis going to do in that situation? Was he just going to let her get taken and she'd be like, yeah, I know what the murderer was. Yeah. Like, no, so what, what was the plan that. if something were to actually go down? Like, were they going to be like, all right, Dennis is like, yeah, I know the murder now. He took D. D's dead. Like, w- Ma- was they just going to let that play out? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would have let it happen. I think, was he going to step in and stop yeah. this murder? He, he approaches him and is like, look, let's team up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He obviously doesn't care about D's safety to place her in a in a park at night. In South Philly in the first place. Right, so. but he was there to catch the murderer, but, like, was he going to catch anybody, or was he going to... Oh, they should have had him, like, carrying a huge net or something. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, a big net with, like, obvious holes in it. Like, like a fishing net Either of that sorts. or one of those canes. I think we mentioned this before. One of those hooks that they have in old-timey shows to pull someone off the stage. Or he like, had one of those and just reached out of the bushes. Yeah, that, that's it all, time's uh, up, pal. If he had one of those and it also looked like a pimp cane, that would have been even better. Play him off, Donnie. I like that in this episode, Charlie was living in his own Law and Order episode. He's, <laughs> he's so, in a totally but, different show the whole time. But so I have a question for you guys. So, um, you know, like let's say this episode is Law and Order Philadelphia. What would be the name of this? Of the gang's Law and Order show, like SVU. I or only CI. watch It's Always Sunny, so sure. I don't know. You don't know anything about, about it. Yeah, I don't. You know never how heard of it. the titles. Work. I mean, like I'm I've a, heard of I'm it. I've for sure of heard of it. Yeah. I for sure have heard of it. I don't know how the. What titles would you call It's or... Always Sunny Law and Order edition? No law and total disorder. Yeah. Just go, <laughs> yeah, go complete like opposite of it. Um, Is there a specific like? I, I'm not like the. There's like, like the SVU, way that the titles are. I know there's laid out or is. Is it like CSI Miami, CSI like Vice? That's a different show. We're all together. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I kind Vegas of lump now. all. Yeah, the, yeah, see, I lump yeah. it all. <laughs> that too, just lump it on in there. I think it's a Law and Order SVU and Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, like if they were an yeah. existing one already. Yeah, I don't know the difference between any of them. Okay. I, I can't pick one, so they're all 
lawless to me. I thought like you were saying like make up no. a law and order no. spinoff based off Sonny. Yeah, yeah. What would the title be? But we can't do it anymore. It's Law and Order Rum Ham. Yeah. Rum Ham. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking uh, of the lawyers still though, Charlie still has like those few moments where you're just like, he's smarter than he comes off. Like the second that you're Matt, burying me. Yeah, but the second that <laughs> yeah. the second, you're burying my case. Yeah, well that the, but the second that Mac was just like talking about I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically he's like you're hearing voices. He's like, Oh, you're hearing voices? Like, that's good. We can use that. Like immediately that's the first thing us. he thought was like sure a lot of people could have thought that, but like the first the thing insanity. he thought was like, yeah, plea. the insanity well, plea. And- Charlie's throwing a lot of stuff at the wall and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> that's true. That's no, true. for sure. Like, but sometimes for him to just split second yeah. think of that, like even for him, that's something that just like Well well, there was one time there's one moment where he was like, That's inconclusive. You need real hard evidence and i'm like yeah that's true you do need that is inconclu- that is inconclusive and you do need real hard evidence and he, he was right and then but then he said another thing and i'm like okay what's going on here with you charlie <laughs> see that's what i'm saying is that's why i go back to the beginning of the whole argument is it was charlie does charlie have that smart intelligence in him yeah. and it's fucked him or he's fucked it up or is it just he like you said he kind of just says stuff and repeats stuff and gets lucky every now and then and sounds smart his brain is just his intelligence is layered in in a in a cloud of glue and paint. Well, that just takes it back to the conversation we had. Uh, That's what I was previous saying, yeah. episode. Yeah, like is Charlie the is he capable of being a genius? One and then just is he a genius? I guess is is then the hey, question. His client got off, so I think flowers <laughs> for Charlie settles that argument. Yeah, that he's not capable of it. Uh, you know, whatever the flowers for Charlie science experiment showed yeah. couldn't even make him more smarter. Stupid science bitch. Um, in, in real law and order news, uh, two things. One, Stabler is returning to the show this evening. And two, the Derek Chauvin trial is happening right now. Who's Stabler and who's Chauvin? The guy who killed George Floyd. Oh, man. Allegedly. No, I don't know. Oh, oh I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just Jesus. kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Lord. Let's jump. Cut that out. Quick. Back, back to the story. Back to the story. Uh, Mac <laughs> hooking up with Carmen. Mac is hooking up with Carmen again. I just again. love the idea of denying. Carmen has a big penis. I just love the idea of denying things that are obvious. It's like. No, no. Don't bring this back. Okay. No, you don't. You don't. Who's yeah, Stabler? We no, move past no. it. Don't bring Who's it back. Who's Stabler? Who's the first thing you just said? Ken. St- no, no. Ken Stabler's a quarterback. I don't know detective, who you said. Detective Stabler, Christopher Maloney, the least stable oh, person Cri- in the whole show. Oh, Christopher Maloney. Okay. Mm-mm. Does nothing for me. Does nothing. No does one here is a Law & Order fan, Adam. He played the I crazy... Tried. He, I, tried to, he played I the, tried to connect with you, but I'm not. you're not my son. Wait, are you watching shows that aren't It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, what's going on here? That's outside of your yeah, contract. Yeah. Are you in breach <laughs> of your contract right now? Can someone check that? Can we... Uh, yep. Yep. I says, think we. Yeah, I think you we have destroyed to, his contract a long time ago. It I think says, he's just working for free. It says right here: if you watch a show that is not "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," you will be forced to wear the Fat Mac tank top from our merch oh. store. Oh no! Oh, what a tie back! What a tie back! And as we all know, the Dish of the Day loves to wear tank tops. They show off his amazing arms that he works so hard to keep in wonderful physique. I'm cultivating mad. <laughs> look like cottage cheese. That's what the Dish of the Day is. So, I, I got a question so, about this episode. <laughs> if we can bring it back to the show for a second. Oh, for a second, that's um, it? That's the only amount we get? Do you, All right. do you guys think that, like, um, 
Because in this episode, we 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 now know that Dennis has the true capacity to be this uh, a serial killer. So do you think like after they made this episode, they were like, we should we should go down the Dennis route and make him seem like the crazy serial killer person in, in the show? In the cold open, Dennis out of nowhere mentioned the toolbox, which later comes up in uh, the. Uh, uh, Reunion High episode. reunion episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. My tools. Yeah. Which, uh, I know, you know, that's it's not the point to be hilarious, but some of the best lines in this episode are in that scene where he's like, he'll be halfway hacking three and then be like, oh, what is this, multiple <laughs> people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm out of breath. Like, <laughs> Did I murder one person? <laughs> but that's true. Like, through the joke there, that's a good realization that he automatically knows that uh, whoever this is probably has some sort of sadistic toolbox that he uses to uh, hack oh, up his victims. And, and, uh, he likes to bind. He likes to be bound. <laughs> so, so what, what do you guys think? Did you like the episode? Did you have, did you, did you enjoy it? I, I liked it like, but barely enough to say I liked it. Okay. Like, this this is another one. Of those... I feel like I liked it more the first time around. I don't know. Oh, I'm That's glad you happen. said that because I'm the complete opposite. I actually started to like it more this time that I watched it. And I was like, Me too. Oh, this is better than I thought it was. Like, going into this episode, I thought I was going to hate it. Which episode, Donnie? Uh, which one was it that you watched, like, for the first time and then you just didn't want to watch Sunny again? Was it the gang gets back? That was back? the gang gets back, yeah, okay. where they were, like, the coaches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about this episode. This was the first episode. Uh, like first or second, I forget which one was first, but um, this is like one of the first three. I got shown three at once my first time, and this must have been well, the last one then because at the end I was like, that episode wasn't that. I'm like that wasn't that funny. And I just didn't come back to the show for like a year and a half, two years. Wow. But yeah, I guess that's a lot of Sunny to show someone right off the bat. But I think this is like the third episode I saw because I remember watching it last and just feeling like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also didn't get the characters at the time. I didn't yeah. understand the humor fully. Yeah, like I was like probably like eighteen or nineteen. Didn't really have like full grasp understanding. If you can, if you can dig that. Personally, I went into this episode uh, thinking that I wasn't gonna like it um, at that much, but I actually thought it was pretty funny. Um, I don't. I I don't think. Spoiler alert! I don't think I gave it too much too high of a score. Because I didn't, I don't love this episode, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I still found it pretty funny, and I thought that um, I thought the uh, the writing in this in the, this episode was particularly good. There were a lot of. I know was... you did say spoiler alert, but not too high of a score from you feels like an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he's still in the sevens, probably at least. No, <laughs> no, I'll surprise you. Why not? You'll you'll, you'll see. You'll see. You'll 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 all see. You'll all see. Yeah, you'll all see. Um, there's some good callbacks in this episode. Max says, I'm putting in my time again. He, he brings that one back up, uh, that he mentions in hundred dollar baby. When Dennis confronts him and he says, she's getting rid of it. <laughs> I'm putting in my time. He says that again, this episode. Um, and, yeah. and just every time he says dude to Carmen. Dude, yeah. Ah, it's funnier than I'd like yeah. to admit. It's funny. Um, I don't, uh, I don't remember Carmen at all from Hundred Dollar Baby. Yeah, you do. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember that episode that much in general. I so, think that's your lowest rated episode. It is. 
Uh, it is. You okay? Well, you would remember all of it. Like I don't when remember. You started watching it. Yeah, no, I'm saying if, if I were to rewatch Hundred Dollar Baby right now, I'd be like, oh yeah, Carmen, I guess. But I don't remember when I saw this episode. The today, introduction to Carmen. You yeah, don't I don't remember. I did not like at the pool table and all that shit. And I did not like really? Hundred Dollar Baby. I don't. Remember. I didn't like it either. But like, I still remember the introduction to Carmen. Like, I forgot Carmen was in this episode. To be completely honest, until I started watching, like, I, I forgot knew that was even part of this. I thought this was. Carmen's first episode going into it, I was like, oh, is this the first time we see Carmen? But no, yeah. Plot hole. Uh, you pointed out that uh, the pool table scene from the very first time we see Carmen in the show. Yeah. So everyone's aware of Carmen. Mac doesn't want to bring Carmen to the... Oh, I guess that's so they they don't realize that they're hooking up again. I thought it was like, so they don't... Uh, she, he didn't want to bring Carmen to the bar and, and meet his friends because... They like didn't know Carmen. I guess. Yeah, no, they know her. They just yeah. He sealed just my want own plot hole that, like, there. Yeah. I like just, if he was smart, whoops. he would just be like, he would just be like, oh, show up good. randomly or just show up and blah blah blah. And like I'll act like I didn't know you were coming or whatever. And then like they don't have to act like they're dating. But yeah, they just he's just like no, let's just not fucking go. On today's episode of Braden is oblivious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of being oblivious, fine. <laughs> fucking uh, Gary, bro. Literally Gary. never paid any attention to the like the fact that he's the dude at the warehouse, like the store and everything, and like Gary from the union. Isn't he the uh, dude at the fucking store? Yeah, the warehouse he's, store yeah, and the murder the and everything. The yeah. wearing the oh, tiny oh, apron. oh! The I want to bring up the store. fact that did they murder Gary at the end of this episode? I you, think they had to. You don't see anyone stop Frank from starting the chainsaw. We never see Gary again. They either murdered him. I or only like, got those two pieces of evidence. They, and, yeah, they either murdered him <laughs> or straight up. <laughs> yeah, they either murdered him or straight up. Strike. When that situation was happening, then like he was just like, "All right, like you guys got me or whatever," and then like obviously turned it in and like it was like a simple situation. But they either murdered him or yeah, something boring and like an arrest happened. Now I remember, I was really unsatisfied with the ending. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to come back to this show. I was so unsatisfied with this ending. This one is so far. It's like the Sopranos episode, the finale. It just <laughs> just goes it's like to an episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, like there's like 15 sever heads in a fridge, and then rolled across. It got the most interesting the entire episode, and then ends. Yeah, well, cause a, see, but like I said, when you pay attention a little bit more, thing. well, like at the hardware store when they ask, like. Oh, do these shears cut through bone? He's like, yeah, well, I think so. And, like, he says <gasps> yes like pretty fast and, like, kind of plays it off. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I didn't pay attention to the show that much before, I didn't even realize Gary was the same dude at the end. Shit, give and, a like, bonus point. And, like, he says point. stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, there's little things in this show that not, like, the more I watch it, like, when I'm you, actually paying attention. And when you think about it, I'm pretty sure Gary was going to kill D if they didn't, like, catch this guy. Oh, in he, time. He, he wasn't... Oh, the way D was He didn't have good no, intentions. No, D doesn't fit the profile. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. True, She's true. not attractive. Duh. Yeah. He, he definitely... Thing. The way he... To no, him. the way... Now no, yeah, stop, stop, stop. Wait a second. The way he acted, she definitely was attractive to him. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So he did fit the profile to... She fit, fit the profile to this guy. And she was an asshole to him, so I'm sure... That made He him. was going to murder her at some point. Yeah. Yes. But he's he's not smart enough to realize that she's playing him though. I All don't right, know. Back to uh, I don't even remember what the dish is, but whatever you were going to soggy say. Bottom boys. Yeah, what's up, soggy bottom boys? Oh, soggy, soggy matzo. Uh, soggy matzo. How 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 are garden shears less messy than an axe? It wasn't an axe. It was a sledgehammer. How, how would you ever see little shop? Still, of I agree with that. 
Uh, I thought it was an axe. I'm pretty sure it was a sledgehammer, but either it way, it was it was an axe. Okay, well, yeah, apparently sure. it was an axe. Was two Gallagher? against one, I'm wrong. But fucking either way, I think both would be just as messy, Barely if messy. not messier than shears. Yeah. Well, you gotta assume once the limb is severed that the blood, the bleeding is going to be out of control no matter what. Right. I, I don't know. Unless you apply from experience, term, I would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie's a serial killer. Um, I I just couldn't get past the fact that they they were calling them killing tools in that scene in the hardware scene. Dennis and Dee refer to what they're purchasing as killing tools. Yeah, and uh, I just love the vocabulary of the gang. You know, yeah. I, I would say who writes well, their lines, but David Hornsby writes their lines. That's who. Think about think about uh, gardening, right? With garden shears, you're you're killing a tree, you're killing a shrub. Not always. How can we only how can we only talk about killing when talking about people or animals and not trees? That's why I, I don't eat yeah. animal or plant product actually. I photosynthesize. You do? Really? Yeah, much like SpongeBob. What do you do in the winter? Cry. Hibernate. I see. I, oh yeah, I hibernate. hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Vitamin D lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, the last thing that I wanted to personally at least bring up, and I guess this could be like a little bit of like a slight foreshadowing about Gary, but like, why would he still have dead plants in his house? Like, if he had plants that he wanted alive and asked D to water, and they were dead, and obviously he was in town, why would he still have dead plants in his apartment? What, why would he? Why give, would he? Sorry, I think you're about to say what I'm about to say. Yeah, I was, but then I think if you're about to say, why would he give it? be a key to water the plant yep. it's to get her there to kill her but give her a key so she can go and leave on her own accord including when he's not home right like okay, she, look, she's, she's not asking, asking all right she's not supposed to be there for the prize yeah fair but she's not supposed to be there when he's home like the fact that they went in there when they just saw him at the hardware store was first of all insane and stupid to me in the first place but yeah like i said so then she was supposed to be there deep. when he was out of town to water the plants. He was obviously back in town, saw his plants were dead, and just said, all right, I'm going to leave them there. Like, I don't know. That's he's not mentally me. fit. Maybe he just, I no, don't know. No, he's not. Yeah, or, D, true, but like, or D is the serial killer. What? No. No. All those I think you're a there, serial killer. Everyone thinks that she's not attractive, killing all the attractive blondes in there, in the world. All right, we're going to ship Adam halfway to Siberia. <laughs> she? Are you saying she framed this guy? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I just didn't catch the fact that she was watering... His plants for him. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna like. Well, she wasn't. That's why they died. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just gonna play to your thing and be like, well, if she has the yeah, key to his apartment, yeah. she could have been the one saying. killing him. But obviously, no. I don't. He would have saw the heads that. in the freezer at some point. I would assume. Yeah. Why would he keep the heads? All I'm saying, yeah. Why would he keep the heads in his refrigerator if he's letting D into his apartment? Right. On that's her own? the problem. This guy is a too. serial killer. Why is he doing any of the things he is? It's probably unstable. Yeah, I'm th I mean, obviously, that's not, like, the only he's thing I'm not, questioning he's about him. He's probably not thinking a lot of things through in his life to end up. How do yeah, you he did risk point. his job and let D steal shears. That's pretty yeah. pretty out well, there. Maybe yeah. <laughs> compared if you guys to what he watch Criminal Minds, you'll know that serial killers are very thorough. Read your contract, asshole. I was about to say, I don't know how many times <laughs> I have to tell you, I literally don't watch other shows. You're getting like, a second don't. tank top mailed to you now. <laughs> No, you were giving you seven. One on the top, one on the bottom. One, one for every day of the week. You can so you can just perpetually wash them. What'd you guys think of the to, uh, to catch a predator bit? What'd you guys at the end there? Like, even, I don't watch to catch a predator. I've never seen it, but like, 
Not even I'm like highlight sure. clips on YouTube. I was about to say I've seen like random like clips, so like I'm I'm pretty sure like he dressed exactly like the dude and was like literally just playing that eh. character. I think well maybe not. Yeah, see exactly. I don't even know. But like it's that's the, same the only like thing demeanor. that I got out of it. The he says, wine coolers. Yeah, why don't you have a seat? Were buried to catch a predator. They were and daiquiris. They're daiquiris. Yeah. Just to, who, who, to, who the fuck brings wine coolers? The wine coolers were very to catch a predator. Yeah. The the wine coolers were very to catch a predator. Just succumbs and goes with whatever is being said. They were actually like daiquiris. I don't know if you've ever noticed in those highlight clips that those creeps in that show are are usually bringing like whatever sugary beverage because they think again they're meeting up with children. Ugh, disgusting. Just talking about it, but disgusting. I think it was very poignant for the time because this is would have been when to catch a predator was like probably doing its yeah most relevant work. Um, have you guys noticed, or Donnie's not going to care about this, like Chris Chris Hansen has like transitioned into becoming a YouTuber. He was just on Andrew Schultz's podcast, I think, a week or two ago. Really? About yeah. a week ago. Flagrant too. Um, I don't know what YouTube is, and I don't know who John Schultz is. <laughs> Andrew Schultz. Yeah, I don't know what any of these words are. <laughs> you I know are. Chris Hansen. <laughs> Except I call him Chris, Chris Hansen. Handsome. Chris Handsome fell, am I right? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, to, just to bring this up again, because I forgot to bring this up earlier. Charlie doesn't win anything. He thinks he's no. won that case. But the only thing he got was Mac to reveal his secret that he's hooking up with Carmen. That he did. All his work was for nothing, basically. You, you don't get but, it. But, but, buried him. but technically, he won against Frank. He was still because, right. You yeah. don't get it. Charlie was buried, okay? He was buried. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, Mrs. Mac buried And him. he came out on top. <laughs> yes. Thanks to his degree in bird law, <laughs> which is, as we all know, is not governed by reason. The law house. He says the law house in the cold open. Also, they say Larry Bird in the cold open. We didn't mention that. They, they said did, it yeah. four times. That was yeah. going to be my, my wild card was... Or, I'm sorry if it's someone's wild card, but it's not. No, it's gonna be Larry Bird. By the time I got to the end of the episode, I was like, the, that joke wasn't as good. Uh, I did see someone on Instagram a few days ago photoshopped D onto a trading card of Larry Bird. Nice. I want that as an NFT. I want a D Larry Bird NFT because uh, that's, that's funny. That's you just trying to buy the tweet. Oh shit! What yeah, NFT. You know? We don't got time for that. Yeah. But what we do got time for is the other half of this episode. So when we come back. We're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 10 a bit more in detail. We are going to put our arguments on a scale of 1 to 10, and we're going to fight it out to see what our score for this episode is. So do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay Stay tuned for a whole flock of Larry Bird. Welcome back, golden gods and goddesses, to the podcast. This is Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. Brayden talking with Soggy Matza and Donnie and Adam discussing Season 3, Episode 10. Mac is a serial killer. And just to remind you one more time, head on over to solo.to slash rumham. That's where you can find all the links to listen to us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at alwayssunnypod. You can find our merch store and the list of lists at solo.to 
slash rumham. And if you're having a good time, we really appreciate a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star review for a five-star man. And uh, let's get back into it here. The way the second half of this podcast works is we are going to argue about this episode some more and put our arguments on a scale of one to ten in five different categories. The categories are story, characters, quotes, the overall humor, and the wild card spot. We can give up to 10 points each for a total of 200 points, and nobody cares about that. Let's just get into it. We'll handle the math on our end. Let's start out uh, Season 3, Episode 10. What did you guys think of the story of Mac as a serial killer? 7. Okay. I give it a 7.5. I could go down to a 7, though. I, it was kind of arbitrary, this point five. Yeah, I actually gave it a six. I was okay. I I came down a little bit. Um, I mean, I thought the story was good, but like, I I don't think it was anything like amazing. What there was just like two storylines. Like, what were the storylines? Would you consider them? I did notice that this story was, the story was by Charlie Day itself in the opening credits. It said story by Charlie Day, so I I gave a little credit. Uh, for him. Yeah, the story well, yeah. is specifically from him, but the teleplay, the actual yeah. script was written by, by David Cricket. Hornsby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the two stories. Which, um, yeah. Can you go ahead and uh, enlighten us? What, what the fuck is a teleplay? It's, just a, it's, it's a script for a TV show. Screenplays for- are movies. Teleplays are TV shows. So Mac and the Tranny would be one story. Yes. Yeah. S.A. Tranny. Mac and Carmen are the it's, story. It's the, it's the character's nickname. It's not my, not mine. He's putting, oh he's my. putting, he's putting <laughs> quotes around it. I guess. Tranny. Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm not gonna defend this one. Anyways, uh, what? Uh, and then what? Call it Dennis show. and D, and then um, basically just catching a predator, catching a murderer. That's A, but then you got C with Charlie and Frank. The the law, law, letter, and then D when the Gary comes back to wrap it around. And then it all crashes together at the end. So I gave this episode a 7.5 as well. I initially gave it much higher. Yeah. And uh, then while we were discussing in this first half here, I remembered like how lackluster that ending was. Yeah. Knocked some points off. I of agree. It. This is one of the few times that I gave the story less credit than it deserved. Normally, I'm the one to dissect it into three different storylines. And I guess I just didn't pay attention as much to the storyline this time. But yeah, I'm going to go back up to a seven then. Cause yeah, I guess there really was like three different parts to it that all collided at the end. It's not a bad story. No, it's no. not a bad story at all. I just didn't necessarily dissect it into three completely different parts. I kind of looked at it as like two, maybe like one and a half or two, but I guess it is. Yeah. Really like three completely different. You think you lines. can, can you appreciate the plot of this episode? If you've never like seen it before, like say someone like me, my first watch around, like, what is is that is it possible to enjoy this episode's plot like without really understanding the depth of the characters? I think so because this episode really brings out like a lot of the worst in all the characters so far. So I think it's a really good example. If if you haven't seen this show before, it's a really good episode to like show you what all these characters are like this episode. I mean, there's not just yeah. I think you'd be able to connect uh, if you were watching it for the first time with all the um, non-it's-always-sunny bits. It'd be like, ha-ha, law and order joke. Ha-ha, to catch a predator joke. Great show. These guys are... And they've been doing that a lot this season. Larry Bird jokes too, you know. So, but they've been doing yeah. the reference Who the fuck comedy. Is that? He's a bat. He was a bat. He he's a retired basketball player. He used to play for the Boston Celtics in like the seventies. One of the greatest three point shooters of all time. of all time. 
Oh, well, now I totally forgot what my point was. So thanks for, thanks for Don't talking worry, about Don't worry, this is a Larry, Larry Bird, Bird podcast. <laughs> so welcome back to the Larry Bird Show. Today we're talking about Larry Bird's height. That dude is tall. I think he was like 6'5", right? 6'6", five, six, six, maybe even 6'7", actually. He was tall for a small forward. 6'9". Oh, 6'9". See, yeah, he was six, tall for 12. a small forward. I knew that, yeah. Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> um, the story of this episode is, is great, though, because Sonny... I'm not saying they don't get crass and offensive because they do. You know, we got episodes like uh, Sweet D's Dating a Retarded Person that is very offensive even in just the title. Um, but this one's just dark. It's dark without really taking the gang to super terrible places with the exception of Dennis almost murdering the waitress, of course. Um, it, so it's, again, not not bad. It's simple. Not the best plot, in my opinion, though, that we've seen so far. Yeah, and just to emphasize once again, like, how dark they really are, even the little things that, like, like you said, for me saying the tranny, like, that's not an acceptable thing to do, but, like, in the show, they just, like, throw that around and use it, and, like, that's not even, like, one of the big things that we're like, oh, wow, they're doing that, like, that's just something that they do, and, like, it just gets brushed off. I mean, talking about it in this format, though, you do have to acknowledge the gang's terms, though, like, like for sure. we did in I mean, the last if, episode. if someone's watching this... Or if someone's listening to us, hopefully they watch and understand the show. And if not, they're gonna think I'm fucking insane. But we are in no you way we're, we're in no way praising the game. We're, <laughs> we're praising the writers that make these idiots it. that we laugh at. I think that uh, that they they operate a really fine bar. Uh, no, they, these people suck. <laughs> like the humor in saying just the tranny and normalizing it is how fucked up it is that they've normalized it. Like, that's the joke. By me normalizing, saying, just calling it the tranny and acting like it's nothing, like, that in and of itself is the joke that well, they've normalized. That's it. just the thing I like in It's Always Sunny, how they just call someone the and then a random adjective or noun yeah, whatever that, that they, describes them. Yeah. And that is very It's Always Sunny to me. And, yeah, it's offensive. And they don't, it is offensive, funny. but they also don't mean it necessarily offensive. Like, yeah. But it's like the waitress. It's like, dude, she has a name, but like, they call her the most basic thing. Yeah. They don't have enough respect to even right. acknowledge someone's name. Um, I want to propose a question, though, because the show has been praised in some ways for the, the gang's, um, I don't want to say progressiveness because it's not like they're very progressive as it is, but like they don't care that Mac is gay. They don't hate on him for being gay. They're not openly homophobic. Does using the term tranny to describe Carmen, does that make them susceptible to being considered homophobic? What year did this episode come out? 2007? I think back then. Uh, I don't think tranny was as a large of a slur in the public consciousness in 2007. Yeah, I don't think that especially. I only heard it yeah. I only heard it as a slur as someone saying, "Hey, that's an offensive term for the, that group of people" in like 2013. I didn't know that it was offensive a word literally until last year. I I, I just no one told me. I don't know. Not that I used it. <laughs> Not that I used it. It I was don't know. never. There's, there's just so I don't know. I've been saying this every day. I don't know. It's super I we didn't, we didn't, I call my mom a tranny. I, I we didn't make any accusations for Adam. I appreciate being told uh, what's what's going on, but it was. Just but the not, question is whether yeah. or not you like you you take that information and then and then learn and internalize it and then like a, a change I've their never, behavior to I've be never more had respectful to use, from it. I've never had to use the word before, and I have never had to use the word after. So I. It never changed my vocabulary. But if you had to, you would use the more respectful term knowing it, though, yeah? Yeah. To uh, further your unless point, I want to though, hurt, Unless I want to hurt you. No. To further your point, no. though, I do think that... 
Dopey shows man. like It's Always Sunny and South Park. I I don't see it as much in Family Guy, but like Family they Guy do is, hide. Yeah. Well, we crazy. What I was gonna say, they do hide, like, like positive messages within everything that they are. Like you were saying, like they accept Mac for being gay, and like that the overall message is like cool. Like I don't care. Like you're our friend. You're whatever. Like you can be who you are. But like, but they still use these. But they and use, I hate this word problematic terms. Right, and that's the biggest difference to me. What I think in society is is people use terms if, if the people that use the terms don't mean it and have true intentions in other areas then people just use terms that they don't care because they don't mean it in offensive ways and it's not meant to be offensive and like that's the point of the gang is like they just sunny. don't care and they're to them they're not offensive and they're not being rude because they're accepting people and they're doing all these things and like to them it's not being offensive and it's not being rude just because society says it like, is does yet. that mean it's true maybe maybe not but I, I got something in real life that relates to that. And the dish of the day is 100% going to remember this story. Um, I'm going to censor names because this is, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, whoever's in this isn't going to want this shared. So let's, let's call her Erica. We had a friend, Erica. Uh, and then we had another friend, and he's not the one embarrassed in this story. So I'll just point, uh, say his name, Brody, uh, who at the time was uh, dating an African-American woman. And um, uh, Erica, at, at one point, totally unknowingly said, um, <laughs> says to her, uh, what, what's another good name? I could Stephanie. She goes, she goes, Stephanie, you're just so pretty. You look like just a jungle queen and just didn't mean what she meant. But the entire room came to a screeching halt, screeching. And then, and then we all stopped. I was present. And we look at her and we're like, Erica, you can't say that. And she goes, what? I, I, my best friend's black. And I've never heard it seriously said in real life. Never heard that term said in a non-joking manner. She said, my best friend's black. I call her jungle queen all the time. <laughs> and I fell on the floor. Yeah, and that's just the funniest, perfect example. What if she of just, just said, like, what if she just said, I call every black person jungle, jungle queen. I'm like, that doesn't make it Christ. <laughs> I mean, not make it better. Right. No, it doesn't at all. But yeah, that's just prone. All just right, on to the, the humor. <laughs> yeah, that just proves the obliviousness. Wait, we of, like she doesn't mean anything Wait. negative and doesn't mean any harm. But like, it's still it's still fucked up to yeah. people that perceive it that way. Yeah, so. you can't go saying stuff like that. Okay, so uh, what's the final scores on the story? That was a long, long tangent. I there. thought we were on characters already. Fuck no, seven, seven right, and a half, seven and a half, seven. Cool. Seven. All right, characters. Now we're on characters here because we kind of touched eight, on it. Eight, eight as well. Eight. Seven and a half. Ooh, we're all kind of in the same ballpark eight. with this episode. Yeah. I, I Interesting. Gave it, I gave it a seven, and then we're going to use this term again. I bumped it up to eight for the tranny. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I think Charlie, Dennis, and Mac are on point this episode. I think Mac is the highlight of this episode. Um, Dean and Frank, you know, they got their quirks, nothing super notable, but Charlie... Dennis and, and Mac are, are really on point this episode. I thought Dennis was good. I thought Dennis was good. I thought Mac was good. I like the scene where he doesn't want to have sex with Carmen because Carmen has a penis. And then Carmen says, oh, but you're a big, strong man. And then Mac's like, oh, really, am I? And then they have sex. I thought that was classic Mac. I yeah. thought Dennis could take it a bit further. I thought Dennis could ramp it up. A really? Notch. Really, I that, do. that yeah, scene I where do. he gets carried away and forgets that they're not murdering the waitress for real. I love that yeah. whole. That, yeah, he, yeah. How, how could he have taken that further? 
by killing I think, her. I think Dennis in the escape room episode is ratchet up more, or Dennis in the tools is ratchet up more I, than um, than this Dennis. So, so you like seeing his overt creepiness? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> oh, Interesting. I mean, it is a big character trait of his, so I get that. Um, uh, I, I just think that he, re- I think he actually wants to kill the waitress, partially. I think he just wanted to murder someone. I don't know. Maybe we got to revisit no, that. No, she called him an killer. idiot. She called him an idiot. That offended, that offended him, or a fucker, or whatever she called him when he had yeah. his coffee. Obviously justifies it. Um, I think it's interesting to see DB as manipulative as the rest of the gang. Uh, we sure. see it a bit in this episode, especially in the hardware store. To Gary, yeah. To Gary. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the things they've always tried to put forth in this show, showing that the female in the group can be just as deplorable as the men. Oh, yeah. And I'm all about it. Love, love Sweet D. By the way, I also like how Dennis has his... He has an entire, like, backstory of what his serial killer persona would be. He's like, no, I'm the painter. Like, I go around. And more importantly, <laughs> I earn their trust. What a fucking creepy line. Yeah. Um, and then and the D is just like, I want to be a clown, like that other famous clown serial killer. And she puts no effort into it, which is like, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of happy she didn't put any thought into this. It's like, okay, all right. Um, your brother is kind of like a freaky serial killer person. And it, it was, it was like, I was never more scared of Dennis than I was. It when also emphasizes her his. failing actress career, her sure. acting career. Like, she sure. can't put effort Who did it better? Deandra yeah. Reynolds yeah. or John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> <laughs> put, them, put them up next to each other. Um, uh, you know, the squeaky clown shoes bit. Yeah, that good. was funny, though. That's one of the few times I got an audible chuckle out of me on this episode. But other than that... and. She was in denial that that was her fault. Like, how is that not your fault? It's that they absolutely got caught? Like, it's 100% fault. her fault. Like, the only reason they knew is because she was fucking squeaking everywhere. Well, Dennis is like, I feel like if you're stalking someone, not that I've ever done this. <laughs> um, Speaking from personal experience. But I feel like you're not going to dress in white overalls and, and you would dress a little more discreetly, wouldn't you, if you were trying to follow someone? Yeah, for sure. Again, not not that we're following people on this podcast here, but you but should follow be following us. us yep. Yes, uh, <laughs> at Always Sunny Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> but I don't think either of them in that situation really helped each other. But them yeah. getting maced by the waitress was still funny. Very funny. still, still funny, still great. So uh, did they, did she end up ever realizing it was them? I don't think so. No, it I think happened she ran so away. fast that, like, yeah, by the time that they were, like, sprayed and covered, like, she probably couldn't see who it was. But, like, the cinematography on it and just, like, the whole, the editing and just the mood change in that bit, really good. I like it when the yeah. show does something a little bit different, and that was a little bit different. So, eight on the characters for me still. Like I said, I had a 7.5. I liked a lot of the gang. Um, we also saw the waitress, Carmen, and Mac, uh, Mrs. Mac. So, you know, 7.5. One more time. I'll move into a seven. Yeah. I'll move into a seven. Oh, yeah. So we're definitely all in the same ballpark this episode. This is going to be an interesting uh, final score that we got. Let's take it over to the quotes. What are you saying in your conversations with your friends that love this show? What are you quoting from this episode? Who wants to start it? I feel like I might not have wrote down enough quotes. Okay, so maybe I did write down enough quotes. I gave it a five because I didn't have that many like quotes that I wrote down, honestly. I also gave it a five. 
Not very, not very quote heavy this episode. A lot of it is the situational humor. Are you wearing my my Dracar? <laughs> I don't know if that's like quotable as much as it's like that. him calling out. I've never Sometimes. heard you say that. I don't hang out with you guys as much as uh, we used to hang out. Oh, well, there's been a pandemic going around. People, he doesn't hang out with us as much as he hangs out with people who wear he wears Dracar Noir around. Oh yeah. You know what's a good quote? Getting a confession is a beautiful dance. A beautiful dance with a chainsaw. With That's a good Objection. Extremely racist. <laughs> I, I would have given, if Frank didn't Extremely say racist. the chainsaw line that I just dropped, if he didn't say that, I probably would have given characters a lower score because I just wouldn't have liked Frank this episode. But that quote kind of shows his mindset for this episode, if that makes sense. Out of the five quotes that I even wrote down now, I don't even want to read most of them. Most yeah. of them aren't even that funny. I might drop down to like a three or four. I'm going to leave mine at a five because it was like, I, I took away a lot of like the quotes and it was like kind of like the delivery of it. But um, the only one that I find hilarious though was when uh, Charlie was like, I woke up to you doing some pretty frantic research last night. When they were talking about <laughs> what like, man hasn't done some extensive research on his own genitals, <laughs> that whole exchange. Yeah, yeah that really one was good. pretty funny. Yeah. So like you could technically quote a lot of that, but like to me, that was just like more like you said, situational humor and the whole scenario was not funny, so right? young and attractive now, is she? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I skipped down to a three because the drug horror quote was the only thing that I really, I guess, use or say or stuck out to me as a specific quote. Look, if you if you break uh, that yeah. quote out to me in in the next year, you'll you'll I'll give it to you. You'll give it to me. But I swear to God, we've been Never friends for what four years now. I have not heard you say it once. Well, it's like a, it's like a variation. You don't necessarily just say Drakkar. I guess that's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are you wearing my dot dot dot? It's I'll like, use variations. I use a template. It's like a template. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck Drakkar is. Um, this is the first. You don't time. know what Drakkar Noir is. Uh, Wait, uh, no, it's a. It's a Women's perfume? Is that the joke? No, it's a specific type of Serbian man's perfume. Serbian men's perfume. Oh, okay. Did you actually know that or you looked that up? No, I know what fucking Drakkar Noir is. It's worn by old Russians and Serbian men. You're very offended that we didn't know you knew this. Like, why should we assume yeah, man, you knew it's this? Yeah, man, fucking Drakkar Noir is like a classic fucking Yeah, joke. I've heard of Drakkar Noir. guy with the fucking... With fucking Taken, where he's trying to, they're making fun of Taken, and the only thing the guy says on the phone is Drakkar Noir. <laughs> there's a fucking shitty place in Eastern Europe. See, that was probably one of the, the jokes. That was probably one of the jokes that I looked at, and I maybe laughed because, like, the way he said it, but I was like, ah, I don't really get it. <laughs> you guys want to do a Price is Right uh, price guess on how much a bottle of Drakkar Noir is? Yeah. We'll go off the cheapest US price. dollars? $40. Yeah, US dollars. Oh, 40 Shut the fuck Like, 135 No, 40 Y'all, I'm seeing listings for like $22 oh, okay. of this stuff. I'm telling you, man, it's shitty fucking cologne. <laughs> <laughs> you were hyping it up like it was like a thing that we should all yeah, know about. Yeah, I thought it like, was like some glorified fucking cologne. I was like $1,000 a drop. No, that's the point. That's the point is that it's shitty fucking cologne worn by every single Russian and Serbian. Don't at me, and, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and Ronald McDonald. Uh, it's a good thing you're anonymous. Putin's going to fucking find Reynolds. you anyway. Oh my God! You're gonna get exa- uh, Alexander Navalny'd. Um, you can't just torture someone because you think they're guilty. Speaking of Vladimir Putin, don't give me that liberal bullshit. That's the first time we hear Frank drop the uh, liberal bullshit. We're starting to get uh, he doesn't want to hear his it. politics. He doesn't want to hear it. And of course, Pepper Jack loves Fraggle Rock. What is Fraggle Rock? I assume none of you watched it. It's a it. Jim Henson show. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it was a pre Muppets TV show. It was a fucking they live in a stupid rock and the rock gets destroyed. I don't know why anybody liked the Muppets. It wasn't pre Muppets. No, it was in the eighties. So this was after the Muppets. It was one of the shows he was doing then. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, coming to Apple TV Plus. What? Not gonna make me get an Apple TV subscription. But uh, Brayden loves Fraggle Rock, so you know I'll consider <laughs> Brayden it. Brayden loves Fraggle Rock. Brayden loves Fraggle Rock. And uh, I brought this up earlier, the killing tools. That's just a funny term. So uh, four on the quotes for me. Sounds like you guys are on the same area. I'm going to stick with my five. I think yeah, you guys had a decent amount of quotes. Okay. You guys, filled, you guys filled in for the ones that I took out. All right. Well, let's move on to the overall humor of this episode. How One much? You're going to let him talk to you like that, Braden? Well, you know, I don't want his food to get porch pirated. I'm just going to keep this in the episode. So let's move on to the overall humor of this episode, a.k.a. how much did this episode make you laugh? Um, I gave it a five for the overall humor of this episode because like Donnie said about The Gang Gives Back, I watched this episode and I just kind of forgot about it, which, to be honest with you, is probably going to be the exact same way I feel about it now. See, I did forget about this episode. Like I said, going into it, I did think it was going to be a eh, whatever but it was funnier to me than I thought it was going to be. So I did give it a seven. And I gave it an eight. I was laughing a lot watching this episode. Yeah. very. Funny. I gave it a five too. Um, not because I didn't remember it. I remembered it. I just didn't think it was that funny. Was that a five also or a 5.2? Oh, five also. Oh, okay. <laughs> a five, a five, two with two O's. Objection. T O O. Objection. Conclusive. Inconclusive and grammatically incorrect. Um, yeah, no, I'm just gonna stay on the on the five, just because I I thought I was gonna have to bump it up for a yeah. second there, but I'll stand with the dish of the day at a five. I didn't appreciate the characters the first time I watched it, so or first and kind of second time, honestly, I watched it. So, it, you know, this time I thought. Now that I'm like getting a deeper understanding of the characters with you guys, I would enjoy it more. And I, I just didn't. I, I just didn't I enjoy I love going it. deep with you, Braid. Oh, so deep. We go one deeper. So five yeah. for the overall humor for me. Five from the dish of the day. I got an eight. Um, like I said, I, I, I just thought it, I thought it was funny. I thought there was a lot of great back and forths. I thought a lot of... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of um, error and miscommunication this episode, which I think is very funny for It's Always Sunny. Ooh, that's a good point. You know, I do I love like it. that trope when they're on two different pages, yeah, what, like the cream pie bit and yeah. that we'll see later. Or like when Charlie and Mac were they arguing about like what was going on, and but they were each talking about a different thing. And Charlie but, thinks Mac is like literally addicted to killing people. Yeah, yeah. he can't stop. Um, so yeah, for that it's an eight. There was a lot of stuff like, like the fact that like non Dennis and Dee nonchalantly. Looking for murder weapons in a in a killing in a, tools, killing tools, killing tools, uh, um, and Dennis actively like like kind of losing himself in the fact that he's that they're just pretending to stalk this person. They're like he's actually try he's actually like going through his own fantasies of trying to kill. This okay, person. okay, reason prevails. I will move my score up one. I'll go to a six and leave the dish of the day at his five. Let's go. All right, so six on the overall humor for me, and now it's the part that everyone's here for. It's time for the. What? Yeah, we, we put 
I was gonna say we put so little effort into that now, but nope, ten. We're back at a ten. Step on the pedal. And that's not my score. That was, was that was a score say, for you... Dish of the Day's wild card reaction. Yeah. My wild card is an eight. Uh I wasn't counting Pepper Jack the time that Pepper Jack got mentioned, but uh it got to twelve, I think. So I just did the times that Pepper Jack said Pepper Jack. <laughs> which was fucking eight. Donnie, my guy. I got I got fucking ten pepper pepper jacks out of ten because I counted and in total they said twelve pepper and pepper jacks combined, but they only said ten pepper jacks. This is the most excited you've ever been on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. So they just ten, for those people that think we count said, wrong half the time, there was, this was two different counts, completely separate, yeah, and we got the same we answer. The so same. we were probably Fuck right. The haters, you know what this they means? They got ten, <laughs> ten like, Peppa Jacks with the soft A, and twelve Peppa and Pepper Jacks combined. Oh my god! Okay, well, playing off of Peppa Jack, I'm gonna give it four Fraggle Rock thermoses out of ten. Oh, was that yours? I was, I was, it, 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 I was bouncing around that idea in my head, but no, I'm giving this a six chainsaws out of ten chainsaws. <laughs> Rev it up, yeah. Rev it up. I, the reason that I give it is, it's like I just don't remember loving this episode. It's not my favorite episode, and uh, but after watching it, I did enjoy it a little bit, so I'm giving it a six. And you like the chainsaw? Uh, I I love every time he cranks it out. It's kind of funny. <laughs> You like watching Frank crank it out? Yeah. Night? Like, because he was like doing it. intensive but I, research. But, but when you think about it, it's like later in the show, he just pulls out his gun. But this episode, he's just doing he the chainsaw. He pulls it out all the time. All the time. He, but in this episode, hostage, he, you just like yeah. watching Frank pull it out and crank it out. I yeah. feel it, man. Yeah. I feel no. it. Yeah. I want him to, yeah. I like seeing him crank it out, all that in front of me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm using this one for promotional material. <laughs> I like the uh, the pepper jack scene was probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. I especially like the um, you want to you want to make some money for crack or something, and then she's like, "Oh no, I don't smoke crack." I mean, I did. I was trying to get on welfare, and I have a drug test. Why do you have any? Why do you have crack? <laughs> One time I was on a crack rock, she said. Yeah, that's good. One time I was on a crack rock. That's a better quote than your fucking Dracar Noir quote. Yeah, but I'm that. Yeah, but. I- <laughs> Yeah, but I don't say the other quote. I don't um, say the other one. Good God. Okay, guys. So after perusing the uh, aisles of our local hardware store and selecting our killing tools, we have put together a shopping cart full of scores. Let's see what our average score is. But before we place this on the list of lists, let's find out what the fans think. Season 3, Episode 10. What do we think the score is 8. on 4. IMDb? I think that's what I said the 8. first 9. time. 8.9. 8.4. They gave they gave this 8. one an, 8.9. They gave this one an 8.6. Everyone's wrong. Fuck. This is tied for the third highest ranked episode by fans. This episode has a 9.1 tied shit. with Dennis and Dee go on welfare. Holy shit. 2.5 thousand votes on IMDb. I don't think I agree with that. Let's let's see where this episode what is point five of a thousand. 2,500 and, and, and change. All right, let's uh, see where this episode episode lands us. First, it's going to land us right in the cancel bin for how many times we've said tranny. <laughs> First off, it's the dish of the day. What do you give this episode dish of the day? Uh, 6.4. 6.4. This ties it for uh, the gang exploits a miracle for you. This is number 16 on your list, dish of the day. About halfway 
Adam, what do you give this episode? Yes, sir. I gave this episode a 6.4 as well. Ooh, we got a pair of 6.4s. This is at the damn near the bottom of your list, Adam. Like I might, it might, it's subject to change come season finale time, but we'll see. We'll see. You think this episode is all in between? sales are final? You know, our show is oh, honestly, damn. our show is on honestly like whose line is it anyway? Like the points don't, they're all made up. They don't matter. And then at the end of the season, I'll probably what? change it up. I feel like my what? points matter. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, there was that one time uh, where we ended season one and Donnie was like, I'm just going to boost all my yeah. scores up three because I didn't give him enough credit. And I was just like, why? And like, my brain just didn't know how to hold it. Uh, so, Donnie, speaking of which, Donnie, what'd you give this episode? Uh, a seven. This is tied. Nice. You got two episodes tied with this episode. The gang goes jihad and Mac bangs Dennis's mom. What do you think of that? Uh, I think this is for sure better than Mac bangs Dennis's mom. Um. Yeah, no, it's not a bad spot for it. So we'll see. They're, they're it, pretty close. It's it's tied to be in your top ten. Yeah, it's tied to be in your top ten. It's there. up there. I gave this episode a five point five, tying my score with Hundred Dollar Baby, uh, the other episode featuring Carmen. I guess I don't know. Maybe I don't like the Carmen storylines. I don't know. But well, I maybe gave, it's something else about her. Hmm, I don't know. Hey. <laughs> I don't like I don't like what you're implicating there, and uh, I was gonna say her attitude. I don't know what you're JK talking about. But... No, it's obviously her hair. Oh yeah, her hair too. Yeah, it's kind of whack. Or tacky early two thousands fashion. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so this episode, what you guys are here for? Placing this episode on the list of lists. This episode in total got a six point three from us. Just below Dennis and D get a new dad. The season two finale. Uh, this episode is number 21 out of 27 on the list of lists, sitting towards the bottom, just barely above Charlie Wants an Abortion from Season 1. 6.3, what do you guys think? I think you guys were a little harsh, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I, agree, with my, I agree with that, even though I myself gave it a little smaller score, but um, we'll see. Like I said, it's subject to change in the season finale. I might want to just, you know, move whatever scores up however I want to. Nothing matters, like Nothing you just matters. said. Nothing the matters. points don't matter. Yeah. Nothing matters. This is I wouldn't call it harsh. I'd call it just. Yeah. Just harsh. Yeah. I mean, we didn't <laughs> butcher it. harsh. We didn't butcher it like the dish of the day giving gun fever a point six out of 10. I stand by that. I'll stand by that. I'll testify before Congress that that's fucking shit. <laughs> Congress doesn't want to see you. <laughs> You'd be very surprised. <laughs> They see anyone these days. They'll just let anyone in. You guys see that yeah. thing back in January? <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was too poignant. Oh, oh no. It's been three months. I feel like we can too soon? Nah, too begin late. to joke. Too late. Too late. Oh, that's, that's a Bo Burnham we didn't joke. capitalize in time. Yeah, too late. How yeah. dare you make that joke so late? Oh, God. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode review here. We have... So many episode reviews that we have done. We got 27 episodes here on the list of lists. So go ahead and listen to our other episode reviews. Maybe find your favorite one that we've done so far and start there. Uh, either way, go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And be sure to follow us once again at AlwaysSunnyPod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you had a good time listening to the show today, give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it so much. It really, really means a lot. And if you want to support the podcast, uh, definitely by the end of April, I am aiming. April 16th is like the last day I'm giving it to get this merch store up. So uh, 
go ahead and grab a shirt. Solo.to slash rumham is where you can find all the links. And I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, thank you guys for talking about it with me as always. And we will be back very shortly for a jabroni talk. And then we're talking about season three, episode 11 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We are talking about Dennis looks like a registered sex offender. Oh boy. So don't go anywhere. We are in for an interesting episode review coming up here. Thank you guys for listening. Merry Christmas! Rumham and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Plugginghool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by Braden Plugginghool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbart, and the Dish of the Day. <laughs> <laughs>